Today, I'll be talking with Kiana from Winnipeg, Canada. Welcome to the podcast, Kiana. Let's talk. Hey, Grant. Thanks for having me. Great. Yeah, it's uh, looking forward to our conversation. Yeah. Um, so when, when the virus first hit, uh, what was your initial reaction to what was going on? Um, like when it, when we first heard about it or when it first officially hit Manitoba? Well, both. I mean, you know, we kind of heard things, yeah, before, you know, same here. Like we heard things on the news and stuff and we didn't think it was that big of a deal till Mm -hmm. later. Um, yeah. So when we did first hear about it, I definitely thought, okay, this probably won't be a big deal in Manitoba. And then when the very first case got to Manitoba, I was like, oh boy, here we go. And then I was right in the middle of starting a new job at that point, and I was starting to get super anxious, didn't really know what was going on, just like everybody else. Um, uh, yeah, started to just kind of get like nervous to be around people, even though it wasn't a huge deal at the start. And then look where we are now, stuck in home. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you live alone or do you um, have roommates? I actually have roommates now, and that is something that I uh, uh, went through during the pandemic was I moved out. So that was a huge change for me, moving from family into a house with a few roommates. But that's been a positive experience, considering all things. And that was during, like, while while this was all going on that you, you, you moved out? Yeah, that was just at the end of the summer, actually. Um, kind of a big spontaneous decision for me but a great one and uh it's definitely helped my experience with going into second quarantine having friends to live with now too yeah yeah how did your parents feel about you moving out during a pandemic um well I was actually living with my aunt um that was my situation for a while and um I mean, talk of the pandemic never really came up when we talked about me moving out. It was, I don't know, kind of just an emotional thing, moving out of, you know, the house with family, but mostly just support and everything, you know? Yeah, I mean, I know it was the same with, you know, um, my girlfriend Jackie's daughter. She she moved out, um, I guess that would have been spring, more like, uh, anyway, uh, late spring, early summer, she moved out too. And, and, um, everything came together so fast that we didn't have a lot of time to really think about, you know, what was going on with, I mean, we had, we had found the apartment that we wanted, you know, we were, you know, Jackie was lucky enough to get the house up and get it sold. And, and then her daughter found a place, uh, you know, right at the beginning too. Mm -hmm. And, and we didn't really, think i mean it wasn't really a concern i mean the numbers were low you know we we just made sure that you know when like honestly when when they came like her friends came to help her move i stayed away from them yeah i didn't want any contact with them so i literally stayed like in a different room and i let them come and get their stuff and go Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe i was being a little paranoid or whatever but but as far as getting the apartment, like they, they were pretty good at, you know, when, when she went to see the place, making sure that it was, you know, she didn't go into an apartment and touch a bunch of stuff. Like they yeah. were pretty careful to make sure that 
Um, it was as safe as possible, even just looking at the apartment because there was, there was somebody still living in the suite that, that she ended up getting. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a little, like I said, it was just, just having a bunch of people in the house to move her out was, was, you know, was sort of our concern was we didn't want, you know, too many people running around the house and we just kind of, I just, like I said, I hid out in another room. They got their stuff and they were in and out within an hour. Yeah, for sure. Well, I guess kind of thankfully for me, I still didn't really have that much stuff uh, moving out my first time. It was mostly just my, like I packed up my bedroom at my aunt's house and then just slowly brought everything by myself to where I was moving. And then I think I got help moving my mattress from uh, Matt and Jill, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. I moved everything else by myself and, uh, yeah, soon after I moved in, that's when, um, you know, talk of a second quarantine was happening and I still haven't had any of my family come to see my place. Um, and yeah, not really friends either just cause we had to start quarantining right away. Yeah, I mean it was it was the same with us when 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 we moved in here. It was probably July, and um, Matthew and Jill they did come and look, but it was warm enough that that they just you know the, they had masks on. They walked through the place, yeah. a quick five minute look at the rooms, and then we went out onto the balcony outside for for you know half an hour or not even probably about ten fifteen minutes, and then we just went outside. Yeah. Um, and it was the same thing when they moved into their new place. We just, you know, quickly walked through the place, looked at it, and then went outside. So, yeah, it, you know, since this whole thing started, like, um, you know, we haven't had, had you know, the kids over for dinner or, or, or haven't gone to their place to, you know, have dinner or watch a movie or any of this stuff. Like, it's yeah. been, you know, they live there. You know, we've gone for walks and stuff in the summer, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah, that's another thing. Now that it's colder, we had that one thing left that we could do was be outside and enjoy that. But now it's starting to get to the cold, cold weather, and I don't really want to do that anymore either. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I guess for me, I I think if we can, we just have to get through this winter because yeah. I, I I believe we won't have another winter of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we'll get we'll get the vaccines and all that stuff. Like, I think I'm going to be, you know, sort of probably the bottom 20% to get this, if not lower. And you'll probably be even less than that. Yeah. Seeing as how you're a lot younger, but I think I'm probably going to be able to get this thing by the fall. I think by, you know, maybe November next year, we're yeah. going to be done. I think, I think it's going to be, you know, as far as the vaccine, it's going to be all rolled out. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to go through another winter of this. So if I can just get through this winter, you know, once spring comes, even though I'm still going to have to wear a mask and and social distance, at least I can get outside and do the things that we did last summer. So to me, just get through the winter and then we're almost there. Like the goal line is right there. Like we're almost finished. It's a good way to, to look at it. Just stay optimistic about it too. Only a couple. Well, you have to. I also uh, started a new job, um, like right at the beginning of of uh, COVID. So that's a huge other thing that I was dealing with too. 
Um, I started working in an office downtown and I had a month long of training there. And then I think about a week into officially starting the job, that's when they announced that they were sending everybody home. And so now I've been working home since working from home since March, trying to navigate a brand new job by myself with nobody else doing the job around me. That's been interesting too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that it that would be pretty odd trying to, you know, even you know, even though you're not trying to find out sometimes just the technical things, but just the little, you know, things specific to that office and and you're not able to be shown around or or or, you know, have that, you know, hey buddy, uh where's this or how do you, you know? Yeah, that would be tough. What's it like working from home? Um, at this point, I, I, I enjoy it uh, quite a bit. Um, <laughs> it's definitely nice to not have to set an earlier alarm and just be able to wake up and walk over to the table and turn the computer on. Um, but the social aspect of the job is, is uh, it's hard not to have that. I mean, you know, we have our, our meetings with our supervisors and stuff like that, but it's way different when you get to see them in person like I I don't really feel like I've gotten to know anybody from work because we haven't been able to see each other you know yeah and 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 I think a lot of I mean not everybody but I, I think a lot of people need that social aspect of going to work you know they need that uh, especially if they you know if they live alone or or you know even, even some that don't, but, you know, I think a lot of people just need that, you know, that's their social life, you know, for some people. And, um, if, if you are a social outgoing person, it, 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 you know, that, that's something that I'm sure, you know, a lot of people look forward to going in on Monday and, Oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that sort of thing. And, and, and like you say, it's, it's weird not being able to really know any of the people you work with because, you know, the, the timing of you starting there is, you know, that's kind of weird yeah. that you, you don't really even know anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, with my job, I guess they're kind of just taking the opportunity, um, with nobody being in the office to start doing renovations in the office. So it's actually been confirmed that we're going to be working from home until at least November, 2021, 20, which is not entirely COVID related, but yeah, they're doing renovations. So now I, yeah, I'm going to be working from home for a whole other year. So that was kind of a surprise to find out about too. And I don't really well, and, and are, are they planning on, on keeping uh, like a certain percentage of people working from home? Because um, I know that some businesses are just cutting back on, you know, their, their, you know, the, their rental space or, or, or whatever, because, you know, um, uh, you know, I've heard, you know, numbers like, you know, 40% or, or whatever, aren't going to return back to the office. And, and there's going to be a percentage that just will never come back. So um, I think a lot of companies are, are having to downsize the infrastructure that houses, you know, their staff, because yeah. a lot of them are going to stay off. So do, do you see that happening where you are that people just won't come back? Um. Definitely with my department and a lot of other areas in my workplace, we're, we don't work um, 
like face to face or one on one with customers anyways, it's just on the phone. And so because we've been working from home, they've noticed that all of our stats are just better because, you know, nobody's clocking in late because they just have to, again, walk over to the table and turn their computer on. Um, There's way less people calling in sick. So our stats are better. So they're looking at it as like, this is it's working out just as well as if we were to have them back in the office. So they might as well stay at home because it's still productive and efficient and all that. So yeah, um, for my department, especially there's, there's really no need for us to be back at the office. Yeah. I think a lot of companies too, they, I think they just automatically assumed if we have staff at home, they're not going to work, you know, they're not going to do the job. They're just going to watch TV. They're not going to, you know, and, and I, 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 I mean, that's kind of an insult, I think, to, you know, to a lot of people. But I th- I think they're finding yeah. that, you know, the job does get done. Uh, people do the work. And, and uh, you know, I think they're finding in, in some cases it's, it's a benefit to have the people at home. You know, I mean, if you got a like, a you know, a, a parent at home and one of the, you know, they know that they can still go to work. And if, if one of the kids is sick or, you know, at home while well, they can still look after that not have to be at the office worrying about you know their their sick kid or whatever so yeah. I, I i think i think the whole work office type world is just not going to look the same once we're done yeah i would definitely agree with that if there's people that need to be at the office like if they don't have the space at home they're obviously accommodating with that so i know there are a handful of people back there but otherwise... so how how do you deal with like the first lockdown was, you know, was bad enough. And, and, um, I think people listened a lot more at the first lockdown because that, you know, we hadn't done this before. I, I, I don't think we found a lot of, um, the, a lot of the people now that you see saying, Oh, you can't lock us down. You know, I gotta, we gotta open everything. A lot of those people in the beginning, didn't say that stuff until after at least that's what i found but you know i i i find the first lockdown people took it more serious but it wasn't as as locked down as this lockdown is yeah and now that we're in this tighter lockdown people are taking it less serious in, yeah. in a lot of cases but like for you did, did did you were you on board with all of this right away did you did you know um, have you run into many people that, you know, sort of tell you, hey, this isn't real? I mean, you know, how how is that your experience there? I have had a couple conversations with some people who do seem to be a bit more... Um, like, they obviously, they obviously know COVID isn't a hoax, like some other people would say, but they they don't feel it is as serious as uh, we're being told that it is. But I, I mean, I'm, I just disagree with that. Like there's obviously proof everywhere. Um, I'm following all the rules that we're supposed to be. And I, the people in my life that I surround myself with, they have those same um, views too. You know, they're, they're following all the same guidelines and stuff like that. But um I would say that I, yeah, I I do notice people are just still out and about and, uh, yeah, not as serious. I mean, 
I even noticed that through my job, actually, because with the first lockdown, um, uh, like I said, I'm on the phones and usually I'm answering phone call after phone call after phone call. But with the first lockdown, uh, I was on the phone waiting for somebody to call in for an hour at a time and then I'd get a phone call. Um, And I don't want to get too specific into what my job is on this, but uh, yeah, it's just not the same anymore. I was expecting my work to be a lot slower again going into this second lockdown, but it hasn't really changed much. And so that to me shows that there's still people out doing things and all that. Right. So how, how do you deal with, with the lockdown personally? Like, you know, you're not able to see outside of, I mean, it sounds to me like you're, you're, you know, you're, you're pretty strict about the lockdown as are we, um, how do you deal with that? You know, be not being able to see, you know, family, friends, you know? Um, well, it's still nice to try to plan something with people, even though you can't see them. So I've had a couple Zoom calls where I've gotten together with a, a bunch of friends and we've, um, like with Matt and Jill, uh, we played uh, Jackbox and Matt just... Um, I don't know how he did it, but we were able to see his screen through Discord, I think it was. So yeah, we, we planned a night where a bunch of us got together and played a game. Um, and I guess, I don't know, making plans to even just FaceTime a friend. To have a, a set plan where you know you're going to do something at a certain time uh, like gives you something to look forward to, you know? As little as yeah. that sounds, as, or as small and not really... Yeah, that sounds like nothing, but I mean, it is a lot right now. No, and I, I think any any little thing you can do to sort of have some normalcy, you know, in your life to, to, to what we had before, you know, as small as it may be, is still something that, that at least, uh, you know, if you can sort of have a routine or, or something that it... Uh, you know, otherwise, you know, I think it just all falls apart and, and you just sort of get in, in you know, I, I think you almost get depressed if you don't have something like some structure. Yeah, that is true. I mean, <laughs> this sounds funny, but one of my roommates and I started watching a TV show together and now we plan that for every night. We know we're going to watch that show before we go to bed. And that's honestly something we both really look forward to doing together. Um, you know? Oh yeah, no, for sure. Like we, we've, we've motor, like we've buzzed through so many, uh, so many shows, series lately. Um, like we'll, we'll sit down and we'll watch like, uh, you know, a season of whatever in like two nights. Yeah. And, and, and it's the same thing. Like we, you know, we'll get into a show and it's, it's like, well, we don't have to get, I mean, we didn't have to get up in the morning anyway, cause we're retired, but still, um, you know, we, we find that, you know, the things that we would do during the day before this last lockdown, we can't really do as much now because, um, the gym is closed. We were going, we, you know, we were going there three days a week, so that's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we would, I, I do all the, all the shopping. So, so it's not like we go shopping or we'll go pick something up or whatever. So, so that, you know, we don't do that. Um, Really, the only thing we do is we go for walks. You know, we live, you know, next door to a park so we can go for walks. But 
lately it's been so slippery that even that's a, you know, a challenge because I don't want to break an ankle or break my leg, you know, during a pandemic. Um, so yeah, we, 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 sometimes we kind of struggle a little bit to try to keep a bit of a routine going, but you know, we do our best to almost, you know, we make sure we like, we don't sleep half the day away. I mean, we're up, you know, relatively at a, you know, same time every day. And, and, you know, we don't stay up to like four in the morning or anything either. We, we try to keep a bit of a, a schedule, but, um, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes, you know, we end up just, you know, we just stay in all day and, and, uh, yeah, the days get a little long once in a while. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I think it's totally fine to, to stay in or have a lazy day or something off schedule, but it, it is so important to have that routine just to, to get by really through all this, I think. So working from home, how does a, an off day, what is that like? Cause you're already home. You're probably sitting in your pajamas working anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, like, so, I mean, I know you're not working, but it's probably not all that much different. You're just, instead of sitting and watching, you know, doing other things, you're still, do you know what I mean? Like you, you're not, yeah. not having to get up. You don't have to drive to work. You don't have to, you know, you're, you're eating at home. You're not, I mean, a lot of those things that come with going to work are gone. So it's, it, it's, you're, you're, you know, the same as not being yeah at work. Yeah. I definitely find that when I'm about to, um, clock out of my shift for work, I get like a little bit excited cause like I'm done for the day. And then I realize the minute I turn off my computer, I am just still like, I, I stay in the same spot and sit there on my phone for a bit and I don't have to move anywhere cause I'm just already home. But, um, Matt and I were talking about this a while ago, uh, as, you know, annoying as COVID has been for everybody, we find that we've also started doing things in COVID that we wouldn't have otherwise done had this pandemic not happened. Like as an example, Matt started streaming and he's super into that and he doesn't know if he would have had the time to do that if the pandemic didn't happen. And for myself, Um, I started actually making earrings as a hobby at the beginning of quarantine, like the first quarantine back in March. And now that has since turned into a small business for me over uh, Instagram. So that um, is kind of like another job for me right now. Um, I'm definitely busy doing that after I clock out of my regular work shift. Yeah, I mean, I I think... I think a lot of people when, when, when we're done with this are going to have picked up a new skill. They're going to, uh, I mean, people who, who worked in the service industry where, where, you know, a restaurant they worked in got shut down or whatever. I think, you know, a lot of those people you're going to see come out of this in a, in a whole different career. Um, you know, I think a lot of them will have taken the time that they are at home to learn something new, whether it be online or, or whatever. And, and, you know, they'll end up in it, you know, for some of them, it'll be a better career. I mean, um, and I think, yeah, a lot of people are, are learning things just to take up the time that, you know, uh, once this is done, I think they'll stick with that stuff though. You know, I think a lot of people are going to realize, oh, wow, I wish I would have done this sooner. Cause I really do enjoy this, you know? Um, yeah. so yeah, I think, I think you're going to see a lot of different, uh, you know, you're going to look at somebody pre COVID 
and and they might not be the same person they were post covid like in, in in certain ways like just you know the interests the things they like to do might change yeah yeah i mean as much as i wish this pandemic was uh not a thing <laughs> at all i am thankful that i found something to do that i love doing and i know that i'm going to continue it um you know whenever this is all over but I've definitely had more time to work on it since I have to be home all day anyways. So I have been filling my time with, with just making earrings and stuff like that. So what about the mental health aspects of this whole thing? I mean, I know, um, like I was talking to some people um, this week and, and, you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, that I think a lot of people are going to end up with like PTSD when this is over. Right. I think, I think people are gonna, you know, they're just too busy. Um, just trying to survive, right. Trying to, you know, put food on a table, make sure their, their family's safe, you know, whatever. They're just too busy worrying about today that I don't think they realize, you know, what this is doing to their mental health. And, and I think a lot of them, when this is over, it's just going to come crashing down for them mentally you know, and, and, and I think a lot of people when this is over are going to have to deal with, you know, a lot of issues that they just didn't have the time to deal with while they're going through it. I definitely feel for the people who are living alone right now, as I'm sure everybody can, but I mean, we're all dealing with it in our own way. I'm just personally thankful that I did move in with the roommates that I have now because they quickly became my friends and it's, you know, when we all sit downstairs on the couch and watch a movie together, it, it does sometimes feel like I just got together with a group of friends, even though it's just the people that I live with. So I feel super thankful. And I just, yeah, I mean, for people living alone, or if they don't have family in these times, I, I, I just can't imagine how, how hard it might be for, for some people going through this alone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've talked to a couple of people that, that live by themselves and and you know, I think I think the one thing that that I, I got from both of them um was that they felt that not having that contact with people and one of them worked on phones too, but but she lives by herself. So she was kind of in work mode when she's talking to people, but when when she's finished work, she's, you know, it's not a personal conversation or, or it's, you know, everything is really scripted in that. So she felt that, and, and the other person sort of agreed that when they do, you know, go grocery shopping or, or whatever, and, and they have to talk to people that it's awkward. Like it's, it's almost like it's a skill that they've gotten rusty at. Like they just, they, they just feel a little off when they're talking to people because they haven't done yeah. hardly any of that you know in such a long time you're in a social situation every day when it's not a global pandemic and it's easy to have a I don't know a quick conversation with a random stranger but yeah it definitely feels feels weird to even stay and talk like you kind of feel like you just have to get in and get out when you're doing something like grocery shopping so does that make sense yeah, no, for sure. And, and, and yeah, they just, and it's, yeah, I mean, same thing with us, right? Like I, you know, I, I, I 
try to go to the same stores that I know where everything is. So I don't have to look for things. Um, you know, I try to go, you know, cause we're retired. I can go during the week anytime, but you know, because I'm old enough, some of these stores I can go in early too. So that's good. Like I just get, get in, get my stuff and get out of there before too many people are there. Have you guys tried ordering your groceries like through Instacart or just on online at all? No, no, no. I mean, I, I guess for, I guess for me, I always figured it's, there's acceptable risk that you have to take in all this and getting groceries is, is one of them. Right. Um, like another example is when, when Jackie's daughter was living with us, um, you know, she, she, she worked and, and she had to go to the office every day. She works in, in a medical billing. So she, she, you know, makes sure basically that doctors get paid. So she was working the whole time and she didn't work from home. She, you know, went, went to work every day. So to us, it was okay. We know that she is, you know, working in an office in contact with, with people and stuff, but because she lives there, I mean, that's an acceptable, you know, acceptable risk that we have to take. Yeah. So I sort of felt the same with grocery shopping. If I could minimize it by going, you know, at certain hours and, and, you know, when it's not busy, you know, to me, it was okay. It's acceptable. This, you know, that small amount of risk to, to get food. I mean, you got to eat. Yeah. Um, for sure. So yeah, we, and, but you know, like we live in an apartment now and a lot of, in a lot of cases, they won't like, we we've ordered stuff from Amazon. They won't even come in the building. So I don't even know if a grocery guy would come in, oh. you know, cause there's, we're not allowed visitors in the building. We're not, you know, like it's just like the building itself is just locked right down too. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's even a very good option right now for us, but, but I, like, I, I, I don't stress about going to the store that much. Like I go, I get my stuff, I get out. Yeah. You know, I, I've been lucky that, you know, I've never been in long lineups at the till. I've never, you know, been where there's like people just right around me, you know, to pick something up. So it's, it's been, it's been not bad Yeah. because I'm lucky enough to sort of pick my own hours that I go. Yeah. That is nice. Your roommates, do they, do they have the same um, feeling about everything as you do when it comes to being careful and um, do they work from home or do they go out to work or? Um, so one of them is in university. Um, uh, they're in med school though, actually. So they occasionally will have to go like into the school for some type of like exam. Um, and then my other roommate is also able to work from home, but we all are very, um, like open in communicating like what we're comfortable with. And, um, like we all have the same, same, I guess, views. I mean, none of us are going anywhere that we don't have to be. If we go grocery shopping, we go together so we can just do one trip. Um, or, you know, one of them will give us their list and we'll do it for the other just to minimize, like, all three of us going in. Or, yeah, not having all three of us go into a grocery store together. But, yeah, we're, we're all we're all good at talking to each other about it and hearing how the other feels and stuff like that so it's been good well and i'm sure that's a real bonus you know that that you know um couple of them are in 
going into the medical field because you can assume that those people are really going to take this serious and, and, you know, um, and have, and, and maybe even know more about it than the average person as well, which is a bonus. What about Christmas? What do you think your Christmas is going to be like? Oh, it's definitely be going to be a Christmas with the roommates. Um, yeah, I just haven't even, it it hasn't even come up in conversation about going over to my family's house. It's just for sure not happening. We're all just, I mean, me and my two roommates, we're, we're going to be together at our place. Um, if anything, I might try to do like a drive by at my family's house just so I can say hello out the window, maybe drop off some presents, but I will, yeah, definitely not be going into any, anybody's house for any dinner or anything like that. How how does your family feel about that? Because like I know I know you know there's there's and and we're lucky too that that you know like we're going to basically do the same thing. I mean, you know we'll probably drop off gifts on the doorstep, honk the horn when we're back in the car, wave and leave. I mean, um, we know for 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 Jackie myself, our our celebration Christmas Day is going to be sitting in front of the computer, FaceTiming her daughter you know, my kids, you know, probably some of her family and that's it. Like that, that's our Christmas. And, and, you know, that's as good as it's going to get. And we're okay with that. We don't like it, but we understand why, but I know there's people that are going to skirt around this. There's people that are going to look, you know, look for loopholes and, and there's people are just going to do the opposite anyway. But, um, luckily our, our kids, they think the same as we do. So we don't have, you know, the guilt of, of any, any of the kids saying, Oh, come on, dad, you have to come and see us. You know, yeah. don't be a, don't be a pussy. Come and see, you know what I mean? Like I, I know, but I, they're, they're not putting any pressure on us to, to, to go against, you know, what we feel is safe because they feel the same way. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some, you know, people out there that, you know, they're having to tell their parents, mom, dad, stay home. Like yeah. we can't get together and have having to really stress to the, you know, and vice versa. I'm sure parents are telling the kids, no, we can't get together this year. So yeah. um, do, do you, uh, do you have any of that or, or is your family sort of buying into the whole thing the same as you or? Well, my family is super small. It's, it's really just my, my aunt and um, I have two cousins, but my aunt is like she understands that we can't she obviously just wishes that like you said she wishes there was a little loophole or that it was acceptable because we're family so why can't we get together but she knows that it's 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 just not going to happen this year and that's it's obviously sad but i mean it's everybody's dealing with that so we we just we also just have to and yeah i mean like you said, hopefully it's not like this next year and we'll just have to look to when we can get together, you know? Yeah. I mean, I believe that, that, you know, next year, uh, like, you know, like I said, I don't think we're going to go through another winter, you know, in the pandemic. I think it's going to, I think we're all going to get this whole um, vaccine is going to be put out by then. And, and I think that, you know, what we give up this Christmas, I think we're going to appreciate those little things that we used to take for granted yeah. a lot more. So I think next Christmas is even going to be 
better than a normal Christmas because what we lost this year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if all, if all goes well and we are able to get together next year without having to worry, I think it'll be like a, a big celebration, honestly, celebrate it even more than you normally would. So what do you think about the vaccine? What's your thoughts on that? Are you going to take it? Would you take it? Um, uh, yeah, I think I'll definitely get it. I mean, I have, I, yeah, I don't have any idea of when it'll be um, available to me. But I think that there will be enough people who have gotten it already by the time that I'm able to. Um, trying to figure out how to say this basically like if the vaccine all of a sudden became available to anybody who wanted it I don't think I would be the first to go get it just because it makes me nervous that it is obviously like a new vaccine and to be honest I want some other people to get it first so I can see how they react to it and then yeah yeah Yeah, I, I think by the time like you know I think by the time it gets down to uh, to you and I, if there are any kinks, they'll be have, you know, found them and ironed them out well before it gets to us. Yeah, because I mean, I think you know, there's going to be millions of people that get this before before we do. Yeah. So I mean, I, yeah. By the time it is available to me, I'm sure I'll get it soon after that. You know, and it's not, uh, and, and it's not only, you know, you you have to figure, you know, whatever goes on in the UK, Europe you know, the states, all those are added numbers to, to the data, you know, to find out if there's going to be an issue. Because if there's an issue that breaks out in the states because of this, it's going to be everywhere because it's the same vaccine. So, yeah, so by the time you get it, it's not even just the amount of people in Canada that, you know, you could say, oh, well, you know, that many people have already gotten it. It's going to be way more than that because you you have to take into account everywhere so yeah I, th- I i feel pretty safe that by the time it hits us we're, we're i don't think there's going to be much question as to um any side effects or you know any of that sort of thing yeah i agree with that i don't know about you but i have definitely done way more online shopping uh during quarantine than i ever have before and so, yeah, can you relate to that? Well, honestly, not really. Um, I mean, I, I've, I just always have done, you know, online shopping. Um, like, for instance, I, I mean, I bought a couple of cameras this year and I did buy them online. But the only reason I bought them, even if we weren't in a pandemic, I would have had to buy them online anyway because you can't get them in Winnipeg. So, um and then, you know, just normal stuff. Like I, you know, I, I, you know, computer stuff that I, you know, the stuff for this podcast I ordered on. I mean, so yeah, I, I don't think we, we actually started buying stuff just for the sake of, Oh, look, that's online. Let's buy it. We didn't really do much of that. And, and we had just like, we just moved into this apartment in, in probably July and, and we, when we moved out of the house, we, we literally gave almost everything away before we left. Oh, wow. So when we got here, um, everything is new, literally. We, we, you know, we got a new kitchen suite. We got, you know, 
we got a bedroom suite just before we left. We got furniture for the spare room, you know, a new desk, shelves. Uh, we got all new, you know, um, living room furniture. So really we've been buying a ton of stuff, but none of it online. Like we went out, luckily we went out when the numbers were low, we could still go to some of these stores and, and order, you know, months ahead for them to, to get it made and stuff. But yeah, I, I, I don't think we really did more online except for with Christmas, of course. I mean, and that's something like, here's an example. I ordered some, um, gift cards from St. Patel Center for um, my grandkids. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never ordered a gift card online and had it mailed to me. I thought that's kind of weird, but here we are, you know? Yeah. Um, have you, do you like to shop locally? Have you done that at all for Christmas or just lots of online stuff? I don't like to shop at all. Okay. I mean, honestly, honestly, I don't like Christmas. I, I, I never have. It was always for the kids, yeah. right? I always did whatever I had to do for, you know, and, and I loved seeing the kids enjoy it and stuff. And, and I really enjoyed buying, you know, shopping for, for them when they were younger and stuff. Cause you know, it's fun. I like buying, I like toys too. So that was kind of fun. But now, now that they're all grown, um, it's it's just not the same. I mean, and I know Matthew, like I always try to just hear, okay, I'll, I'll send you cash or whatever, but he doesn't want that. He wants things to open. Right. Yeah. And I get it. So with him, you know, I'll order, you know, he'll sort of give me a list. I'll order stuff. But even, even, you know, um, even my other grandkids, they're like, you know, my, my oldest granddaughter's 12 and, and, you know, like my daughter has a 12 year old, a 10 year old and a two year old. And, and so for the 12 and the 10 gift cards, like I don't know what to buy kids, you know, of that age and stuff. So I didn't really, you know, and, and the, and the little one, you know, I mean, I did order, you know, toys, but my, my daughter told me this is what she likes. So yeah, it wasn't really a lot of shopping involved, even if it wasn't COVID. I, I don't think I would spend a lot of time, especially with the stuff like Matthew wants. It's all stuff you can only get online anyway. He always, he always wants stuff that I got to order somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, I always feel anxious buying gifts for anybody I always feel like I all of a sudden just don't know what they're into and now it's even harder because I would like to shop locally this year just to obviously support other small businesses and stuff like that but um I mean not being able to go into any of the stores just kind of also sucks obviously just having a way harder time finding gifts for people personally but that's just me well I mean, we, we, you know, I I guess as far as, you know, supporting local for us, it's like, you know, we'll, we'll get takeout or, or, you know, we'll order something or whatever once a week or, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, I, I I don't think people realize too, like even sometimes I'll, I'll, you know, we'll buy something from a big chain, right. It's not a, like a, a local mom and pop shop, but I'm still supporting local employees, yeah. Those people still, those jobs are still there, you know? And, and so, you know, I know a lot of people, well, don't, you know, don't, don't buy it, you know, Walmart, you know, support a local shop. Mm-hmm. Well, I am supporting local because those are Winnipeg people working at Walmart. So, and I'm sure they appreciate being able to go to work. So 
here's a good one. You've obviously been into the, you know, superstore or wherever you shop lately. What is your take on all of the, quote, non-essential items being blocked off at stores like that? And you can't purchase those items. Well, I, I personally, I have no problem with it. Like, I'm not one of those guys that, oh, the government can't tell me what I can't buy. You know, so, you know I'm not one of those guys. I don't care. Uh, if I need it, I'll, I'll order it. You know, I'll do curbside if I have to, you know, whatever. So, I, I mean, I, I don't have an issue with that. But it does look different because I, I, I went to Costco the day after it started. So, they had, it was that night at midnight and then I was at Costco the next morning. So, and, and they must have been working all night long because literally everything was wrapped in plastic. The shelves were just wrapped in plastic of, of the non-essential stuff. And it does look kind of bizarre. It almost looks like a new store. Like it's brand new. Like they're just setting it up, not, not taking it away. Yeah. And I've talked to a lot of people um, in the States um, this week. And I mean, they have their lockdowns and stuff, but their lockdowns and, and they fight them tooth and nail, but their lockdowns are nothing compared to ours. When I tell them how you can't get, you know, a uh, Christmas wrap or, or, you know, a DVD or whatever in, in a store right now, they're, they're, some of them are just shocked. Like they just can't believe you know, that we're locked down to that extent. Yeah. And and I think a lot of them don't understand, like, the, like why we're locked down. Uh, like I had one person ask me if it was because they were scared um, that people were going to buy too much of something, you know, like a run on toilet paper sort of thing. Yeah, well, you know, she said, is it because they don't want people to get to? No, and then I explained to her that, it, you know, it's more to not have people congregating in the store. They don't want people you know, um, just walking around, looking at stuff, get in, get your groceries, get out. Right. That's, that's the reason they're doing this. Yeah. And, but yeah, some of the people I've talked to are just like, wow. And, and you know, that's something else too. I think next time I am in a store, I'm going to take some pictures because yeah, I never thought of that, but I think in, in 10 years, five years, people are going to, aren't going to believe that this was the way it was. Yeah. Yeah, I I personally think it's just kind of funny that a store like Superstore or Walmart would have things blocked off. I I think it's completely fair that the mall is closed, but you know, a place like Walmart or Superstore, those are those are the places that people do like all of their shopping where they would buy, you know, their clothes from, which is totally cool, but having that blocked off um, you know, what if those people don't have the luxury of ordering something online? You know, I, I just think. Yeah, but, but see, I, I, I don't know. I see. I, I agree with it. Right. Even in a Walmart or whatever, depending on the item. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think they're blocking off clothes. If you need a pair of socks or, or some mitts or something or a jacket or boots, you can get it. That's not blocked off. But if you need, um, a, you know, a, a Blu-ray. Or, or you want to buy a TV because it's Christmas, you want to buy your son a TV. Well, that stuff's, and, and I understand why it's blocked off. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. I do understand the whole, like, you know, you need food, so get in here and buy your groceries and then, like, leave as fast as you're able to. But I don't know. Even, like, um, like 
thrift stores and secondhand stores, those were closed for a while. I don't know if they're open again or if they're going to be opening, but no, they're, they opened them up, uh, three or four days ago, okay. I think. That's, yeah, they're open. That's good because obviously you can't order online from a thrift store, but, but a thrift store is. Oh no, for sure. It's, it's the economic, you know, the, the, you know, the, the people in that economic situation need that i mean that's that's a requirement for them to survive they can't get their clothes or whatever you know so yeah i could see why they open those up for sure yeah but i mean the problem is and and if, if if before they did this this last lockdown if you went to a place like like best buy or you know you would see the, the parking lot would be full and there'd just be people just walking around looking at this and looking at that. And, and if you didn't force them not to do that, they would just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the restaurants when they opened up restaurants for in, in like in restaurant eating, like dine in, um, we still never did it. So since this whole thing started, we've never gone into a restaurant and, and dined in. Yeah. Um, because we just don't trust it, and and I, to me, I think we were right because all these, a lot of these numbers at first were from restaurants when the, when the numbers started growing. It was restaurants, and just because just because they open it up and say you can go, doesn't necessarily to me mean that it's safe. Yeah. I still think you got to judge that on your own, and I think to some people though, if they say it's open, well, I'm going. You know, so I, I think th- I don't think they had a choice but to close some of this down because, you know, we're in the middle of 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 community spread. And, and if you can find a place to, where people are going to congregate, you know, that's where it happens. And, and I don't think they had a choice but to shut that down with our numbers being as bad as they were. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. I think you know, some people might see it as drastic and it is drastic, but we're living in a drastic time. Yeah. I also think we were kind of spoiled this summer because it definitely seemed, uh, it, it obviously was way more relaxed in summer. Like there was, I remember one day I was with Matt and Jill and, um, there was one active case in Manitoba and we were like, Hey, like this could be it. Um, yeah, definitely. I definitely did go to a restaurant or two in the summer, uh, but yeah, I mean that's well, no, and I think you're right. I mean, we went we went through a stretch there of of almost a month with no cases, yeah, no new cases, and and I know we had had in the beginning we had seven deaths, and that lasted right into probably September, August, September, and then that's when we went through the second wave, and now it's just just gone crazy but yeah i mean it was summer was a different time than what we're in now for sure i mean you know we felt comfortable sitting in you know in the backyard with with a group of people sure you'd be six feet apart but we didn't worry about we didn't wear masks outside we didn't you know do you know whereas now you you know you're not even allowed to do that in you know with you can't have people in your backyard at all yeah. like you used to. So yeah, I think, I think some people got a little sort of lazy with it mm-hmm. and, and just sort of, you know, they got a little too comfortable 
with with being able to do those things. So when it got taken away, I think they had a real hard time doing that. And I think a lot of people are just tired of it, like that, you know, COVID fatigue, right? I I, I do believe that is, is a thing. And I think some people just like enough is enough, man. I I, I got to do this. I got to do that. And yeah. it's unfortunate. I don't agree with it, but you, you'd like to think that at least when they're pointed, you know, when somebody points out, look, we're still this and th- this is the science and these are the numbers that they might say, oh, okay, you're right. But I, I, I believe if, if this, I, th- I think part of the reason that I, I can, agree and and not have a problem with with the extent of our lockdowns this winter is because I know there's an end coming. I can see it, right? It like I said, for me I think it's going to be the fall. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I think if we make it through the winter, then we're back into the summer where we can do a lot of these outdoor things again. Yeah. We're still going to social distance, we're still going to wear masks, but we're going to get to go for walks. We're going to get to, you know, sit in somebody's backyard, maybe, you know, back to those things. So I think we just got to get through the winter. Yeah. But if this, you know, if, if I thought that we were stuck in this whole thing right now, the way we are now for another two, three years, I'm not sure that I'd be as agreeable to it. I don't know. Right. I, 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 you know, I'm only going with what, you know, what we're in now, but you know, I can't honestly say that if, if, if I thought this was like years, that if I'd have the same attitude, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I do not want to imagine COVID still happening like two years from now. Because obviously when it first got here, I also wasn't thinking, I, I wasn't thinking that it was going to be a long-term thing. I didn't know what to think. But. Yeah, I mean, now we're coming up on a year almost. And that's crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, come and and it's funny, too, because here's another thing I had I had always assumed for us, it was more like early March is when is when, you know, that it hit us. When I'm talking to people all through the states, they're talking February. Yeah. Everybody I talked to, oh yeah, February when this or February. And to me, February was just when we were hearing news from Wuhan and, you know, maybe towards right at the end of February, you know, we started hearing stuff from um, Italy, but, you know, I, in my memory, it was, it was, you know, early to mid March before it was like, okay, it's here. But I don't know if we're just off a little bit because everybody I seem to talk to in the States, they, their, their, their memory or, or whatever they, you know, is, is more February to them. I remember hearing about it in February and then like March was officially when it was like in Manitoba, but the first case in the world was in November. So I guess it actually has been a year. Yeah. Which is wild, but. Yeah, it just still honestly sometimes feels uh, like a fever dream, like a horrible nightmare. And then you realize it's it's just real. It's just fully happening. Well, I mean, nightmare for sure, no doubt. But I think I think you have to try to find something that that you can come out of this 
a little like like you said, you know, with with you know making earrings, and and now that's become a small business, and and you know, so that's that's a little win for you. Yeah. Out of this, you know what I mean? That that at least in that aspect, it's like okay, COVID didn't win. It didn't totally beat me. I came out of it with something good. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because obviously, you know, the pandemic isn't going to give us anything good, but I think if you can personally come out of this where you know, maybe you've learned a little more, maybe, uh, you know, maybe for instance, you know, you, you were a person who worked all the time and you didn't come home and have, you know, supper with your family and, and you never spent any time with your kids. Well, now that you're forced to do all those things, maybe when you go back, you're still going to take that time. You're, you're going to have a better work-life balance. You're going to, you know, come out of this with something, you know, positive. So, I mean, I hope so. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to because, I mean, for me, it's there's been very little impact to my day-to-day life. So, but I, I do, I do, you know, think that some people are going to come out of this, you know, at least saying it wasn't all bad. Yeah, I agree with that. I do. I, I think we're going to get, like I said, we're going to get over it. We're going to get through it. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. Um, wow, no. Forget, I'm going to cut that out of this. Huh? <laughs> I, I, I just sounded like Trump. Oh, no, 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 no. But, you know, I mean, you know, I, 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 I think, I think we're, like I said, I'm optimistic. We're, we're you know, we're going to come through this. We're going to, you know, get our, you know, vaccines. We're going to get our herd immunity, you know, by next, you know, fall and, and, uh, mm-hmm. Life is going to, you know, hopefully resume to some something normal. But one thing, too, I think is people who lived through this, you're going to take your mask when this is done, and you're not going to throw it in the garbage. You're going to put it in a plastic bag, like, a, you know, a, a whatever, and you're going to put it in a drawer somewhere. Because in your mind and mine and, and a lot of people are always going to think in the back of their head, something else is going to hit us. This, you know, and you're, you're just going to be on edge a little bit all the time. You're going to be a little more hyper vigilant that, you know, you're, you're almost going to be a bit of a germaphobe compared to what you were before. You're always going to think this can happen again. Yeah. Well, it's, it's been great talking to you. I enjoyed this. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks again for, for having me. It's been fun. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, Kiana. Yeah. Stay safe. <laughs>